Welcome to Power of XM with me, Demanda Martini, and me, Nerd Alert Cosplay, and me, Mr. Scott Freak, and me, Dayspring, and welcome to a very special episode of Power of X-Men. Good evening, human and mutants, and welcome to the main stage of Power of X-Men. And I'm putting all the nerds on high alert because we have Jason Aluccino returning to the podcast tonight, and we can all do a collective swoon right now. You better stop making my head so big or else my Onslaught helmet is not going to fit anymore. (laughs) You recently moved to LA, so I have to ask, who do you think are the messier queens? WeHo gays or the Krakoans? The WeHo bars just opened, and when I tell you these bitches know how to party, uh, I'm convinced that WeHo gays have a secondary mutation for alcohol absorption. Like, like, Havoc would be jealous of this. I still need to party at the Blue Lagoon on Krakoa, um, so I need to still compare, so we'll see. (laughs) Returning to us again is the Captain Commander of Krakoa himself. You follow him on Instagram, and you know you're getting salt with that tall drink of water. Welcome back, Mr. Scott Free. Oh, no. Thank you for having me back. I'm glad I haven't offended everyone so badly that I have not been invited back, but maybe tonight's the night. (laughs) <laughs> what would you tell boom boom if she came up to you wasted at the gala um stop doing my job of being the most drunk person on krakoa <laughs> and girl i need to put the next queen on the payroll because she's made time on her spreadsheet to kiki with us again and looks absolutely flawless as always please welcome back demanda martini Hi. So yeah, listen, the I would only for you get in drag for the fourth time in a week not being paid. <laughs> the X-Men have colonized Mars. Are you buying a one-way ticket to Kiki with the Arakos? I mean anything's gotta be better than this, right? <laughs> so tonight we are all gathered here in the great state of Zoom conferencing to discuss the Hellfire Gala. Now, listen, Queens, unless you've been living under a rock, there is nothing more important happening in the comics right now than the Hellfire Gala. And this event sees the mutants of Krakoa opening their doors to humanity and beyond. So fire up those resurrection protocols because we're about to slay some fucking mutants right now. And we're gonna kick off with the Hellfire Gala looks and who we think are the best looks. Oh my God, stop it. Stop it. I did research. I'm ready. Wait, she can read? She can read or is there just pictures in it's that just one? pictures, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, Nerd Alert just whipped out the free comic book day of the Hellfire Galas. Yes, looks. And I think, are you going to give us our first read? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> I'm so ready. Um. The library is open. Is it open? Wait, do I have to put on my sunnies again for this? Like, I didn't I didn't uh, my reading glasses. Well, everyone will I do. Can we talk about best looks first, right? Yes. Yeah, best looks. Who are your favorite looks? Um, I mean, I love so many of them. And I my favorite looks were the creative looks where people use their powers as part of their costume. But I think that I would be doing a giant disservice if I did not give it to 
Emma Frost in her final of her three looks, <clears throat> full diamond form with a cascade of diamonds showing all that nudity. Like that is the look of the night, no matter oh, what. Oh, sorry. Yes. No, she looks very elegant in that. And I so, love that she saved it for last and like, it, it's like diamonds on diamonds on diamonds. Like yeah. my, my, my favorite thing that I read um, that was a panel leading up to the Hellfire Club was Jumbo Carnation being like, Emma, how many costume changes do you want? Because <laughs> listen, as a drag queen, it's like, how many costume changes am I allowed to have this evening? Yes. Like, I'm oh. ready. Like, I love I love all of her looks, but yeah, that last one where it's just like the cascade of diamonds on diamonds on diamonds is is definitely my favorite. Um, you know, another friend of the podcast, Michelle Waffle, did that as well um, in, in, in a recent episode with uh, with uh, Day Spring, and it is such a strong look. And I think it is definitely like Emma at peak. Because listen, I also love wearing a giant Muppet with like an X cut out boob window. <laughs> but that was like my, in, second, my second favorite. <laughs> yeah, but that's, but that's in re, but in like in reality, like diamond form, just diamonds cascading across your diamond breast. Is yes. Mr. Scott Free dressed up as Mr. Fantastic. Listeners, he crashed our Hellfire Gala. We all expected him to be Scott Summers and he's fucking Reed Richards. What the fuck? Why this hate crime, bro? Why? <laughs> I mean, why, you know, why be the smartest man in Krakoa when you can be the smartest man on earth? I mean, <laughs> you can't sit with us. <laughs> um, I mean, I, you know, I would say overall, like my, my personal favorite look, I really love Warpath's look. It was very, you know, it was simple, um, but I th feel like it captured the character very well. Um, but honestly, for me personally, I got to go with Sinister. I mean, like the more like cape and shoulders, the better. I mean, Sinister and Exodus, like, I mean, that, that's <laughs> who, who has about. the bigger cape, who has the bigger shoulder pads. Exactly. Like, that's. Incredible. So I was just commenting on on uh, Nerd Alert's favorite one, but like my 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 two actual favorites. Number one is Storm. Like, oh yes, absolutely. Uh, and she and, looks like a fucking goddess in it. And you know, and and my dear sister Dax exclamation point just did it, and oh my god, so good, so much hair, so much cloud, so much amazingness. Does he have a cloud cape though? No, she does not. Um, because um. She hasn't made it elemental yet. powers. She, 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 has, she hasn't made it yet because she hasn't had to do it in real life yet. Um, but like Zaddy Colossus. So Colossus can literally have it anywhere. I'll put it in the fridge. <laughs> you can save it for later. Like anytime, anywhere. Uh, Daniel Cudmore follows me on uh, Twitter and comments when I like thirst all over him. And yeah, but, but like his, his Hellfire look, mm. Wait, I'm sorry. Colossus from X2 and X3 and Days of Future Past follows you on Instagram. Yeah, he, he followed me back after I was like, mm, hey, Daniel Cudmore, you're fucking hot. You're fucking uh, hot. No, I, don't, I don't remember what I said, but I said something super thirsty about Colossus and him. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm I, like, I can't believe someone like says this. And I'm like, mm, have you seen a mirror, sir? Because... <laughs> Daniel Cudmore could follow me into the bathroom stall. And, uh, <laughs> wow. The bathroom wow. stall at the Marriott at Dragon Con? <laughs> oh my God. I'll be there. Stop. 
I think I was friends with him on Facebook back when Facebook just started and we didn't really know the rules of Facebook. And so you follow people as if it were Twitter or something like that. But I never like reached out to him. I'm not a huge fan of Colossus, but I have to agree that Zaddy Colossus broke the internet. And I was talking to David Nakayama today and he even was like, yeah, Colossus looked fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but Plus is always hot, but I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Into, mm. into it. Um, I love Emma's looks because she's not wearing any jewelry, and that's because that fucking bitch is the jewelry. Like, I think that's fucking brilliant. There's no need uh, to accessorize when you are an accessory. Um, I thought Storm's look was really, really great. I think that's going to be... We saw that image of the Mark Brooks for Inferno, and I think we're going to see that it's going to be her kind of like staple look going forward because it's been such like a hit. Um, I'm trying to think of like the other looks that I really, really liked. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I would wear that IRL. I mean, Zaddy Colossus, I would wear a version of that. My Colossus was, was like the original image wasn't great, but in action, like in the pages, I really liked yeah. his visor and his cute little look. Um, Can I, I go? Yeah, I, I would definitely wear Warren's look. But that's also because I'm trash. So. <laughs> First of all, y- yes, yes, do that. Yes, you yes. should. You should do that. Please do. Um, also, I would also wear jeans in real life. And if I weren't already taxing the amazing and lovely people that support me and like help me make things um, for BlurredCon, I would make jeans Hellfire Gala look. But I'm getting a whole squid head to be Madam Hydra when she has the squid on her head. So I'm like, I can't ask them to help me make that if they're making me a fucking squid. So um, I don't know what crack you're smoking, <laughs> but fucking Jean's gala look is ugly as fuck. What? Wow. She looks, I've said this about Jean. I love my homegirl Jean, but she's never seen a green and gold like pattern that she didn't want to wear. And she is like DKNY realness. No, I'm sorry. Next, no, I, that no. look is on the runway. So no. cute. I, I love it. I think it's great. I think you know, I'm a crazy jeans fan. I think it's fashion. I think it's jean. I so, think it's, yeah, it's fashion for soccer moms. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, but <laughs> tell me, tell again, I am a suburban fucking housewife. Tell me that Jean Grey is not a soccer mom. Okay, you're right. Tell you're me that Jean Grey is not a soccer mom. She is. She is raising two children that aren't even hers with her (laughs) husband and her boyfriend on the fucking moon. She (laughs) is a soccer mom. You know she has the calendar where everybody has their color marker and everybody has their events written all over the calendar. And she's like, okay, so tonight you have soccer practice. That means that I can't drive Rachel to go to her dance lessons. Like, she is a soccer mom. Listen, oh. Rachel isn't going to dance lessons. She's going to see a therapist because they <laughs> have fucked her up yeah. royally. She's like, I got my mother Ascani's like memories. I can't right now with these people. Listen, she's still going to dance class because she has to keep limber, especially if she's going to wear her Hellfire Gala look, which by the way, is also another one of my favorites. It, I do like I that. Want, like, I want it on my body because it will kill me. Um, but oh, yeah. also, I, I got it on a dress printed from X-Men fan t-shirts, and I think that's the closest I'm going to get. But it's it's a great look. Um, I would also say Pyro. I'm a big fan of Pyro's sort of, like, 
I would wear that. Like sort of second tier Orville Peck kind of look he's got like going on <laughs> with like the all the dangly bits. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'd wear that. Yeah. I yeah. also just love in general, the category is as much skin as possible. <laughs> well, speaking of, I want to give an honorable mention to Mystique because we don't even know how much is her skin and how much is the dress. It could like, she could literally be naked and that's all just skin fluff. But she looks red carpet ready. Like I don't. Also, who who was that cosplayer, Gracie something? Who? Oh, who I just know. Her picture today. Yeah. Holy shit! I saw that, that. was incredible. She it looked so incredible. Like I think it was like Gracie cosplays or something. She's great. I've, I I reshared it on my Twitter. So those of you listening, like look it up. She's oh so good. I know she looked absolutely incredible. You know, Mystique's look, I kind of went back and forth on. It looked a little too girl on fire for me. So I just saw J-Law, but I think she looks great. And I love how salty she was in the background of Hellions. Oh, oh, I know. Can you okay. never say J-Law and Mystique in the same sentence yeah, again? Yeah, please? if you could never no, I'm sorry. anywhere near each other again, that would be great. No, no, yo, yo, X-Men first class. I thought first class she did fine in. That's a lie. That's a lie. I've never been yeah. so in. That's a lie. No, she okay. named everyone in that awkward scene. Like, I don't know. Oh my and God. When she was here, like, I want to be called Mystique. Okay. Okay. That was so awkward. I'm going to agree with you. But come on, mutant and proud. That part I like. That was really. No, really, Scott? Mutant and proud, but I'm always going to be in human form from now on. No. But I'm always going to wear this yeah. white face. Um, no. Hard, hard pass. No, hard pass. Okay, fine. I will right, be. Right. Listen, listen. I don't like J Law and the other movies, but I thought in First Class she kind of nailed it. And that was before she was J Law. You know what I mean? Like when she was just like this quirky, no. up and coming actress. She had already been nominated for an Oscar. She really she had she? already been in the Hunger Games number one. She, no, okay, she but like who watched Hunger Games number one? Mm. Everyone mm-hmm. who read the fucking Millions book. Everyone did. <laughs> Everyone did. <laughs> Yeah, literally millions of people. And again, nominated for an Oscar. Also, can we, just side note, can we talk about the fact that it's mostly the women who are in the X-Men movies that are nominated for Oscars? I'm just saying. And yet there is the least amount of female representation in the X-Men movies. It's like, silly. Anyway. Travis. Just, just correlation. Yeah, Actually, speaking of good lines, that was a good line in that horrible movie Phoenix where she said why is it always the ex-women that are saving everyone's butts uh, like, which is true, true. which is yeah. true because the best X-Men are X-Women yep. um, not, not to get too Reed Richardsy, but um, <laughs> to be fair Halle Berry is also the only X-Men actor to be nominated for a Razzie and to win it <laughs> in the same oh. year that she, that she was nominated for an Oscar Oh. And she accepted it. She accepted yes, she it. did. She did. She she and and Sandra Bullock are like the two actresses that like showed up, said thank you so much, love it, appreciate it. Catwoman. Mm. Right. I'm forgetting like her her speech for that. I remember a lot of people like saying that she was shifting the blame to her agents to other people, and they're like, Holly Berry just accept responsibility for the role. But I've never seen her acceptance speech for it. So shrug. Sorry, major. We're on a major tangent. It's fine. Okay, I'm sorry. Major tangent. All right, I said I'll keep it under control. Sorry. All right. right. Okay. Other favorite looks. Um. Other other favorite looks. I I like sinks. Sinks. Just just simple rainbow jacket. 
into it. And also, I have never seen a queer that didn't like that stupid George Michael black hat in DC. So <laughs> it's, you know, on brand. I'll give an honorable mention to Monarch, which it's because it's very like a disarming look. I'm, I, I don't know why he suddenly is unpainted. Like he's just all white and mysterious. Um, I, I, I thought it to be very like, like Queen of Hearts. Very like um, like Royal Flush Gang from DC Universe. Like I, th- I, that's why I liked it. It was like, oh, this like monochrome, like weirdness. Yeah, like he's changing reality to like not have color anymore. It, it's just interesting. It stood out to me. Um, I'll give an honorable mention to Kurt for the very just like like 16th, 17th century sort of priest look he had going on. Like, oh. you know, I respect like going with your roots. Yeah, uh, um, like, and, and, and anytime he's like, I want to wear a, a Three Musketeers outfit. That's what it was. It was Three Musketeers, yeah. Exactly. Um, also to um, Mastermind, because it takes a lot of balls when you can make, like, sort of any illusion to show up dressed like that, and I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, Shakespearean, I guess? A little strange. Oh, a little bit. I'm going to give two honorable mentions. One of them is really contentious, but the first is going to be Cannonball. I thought he looked very Gucci with his cape and the goggles. I thought it was very chic. It it reminded me of Gucci runway pre-pandemic when they debuted the men's capes. And then um, I liked Xavier's. I know. Look at God. I'm like, I have the unpopular opinions tonight. Fuck all of you. My unpopular opinion, do you just mean bad fashion sense? <laughs> so, oh my God. I'm sorry. The all white, I don't think he can pull off all white. Like Emma Emma's gonna have words with him. Like he didn't well, do it. He, he and Magneto were definitely going for like that elder gay couple, like purple <laughs> shirt guy from Broken Hearts Club. Like we're matching because we're just a bunch of old queers. Like, and I respect that much, but he still looks like trash. Wait, so any other like honorable mentions for favorite Hellfire Gala looks? I, I, I also liked Loa's. I liked Mercury's. Like I thought okay. they were interesting use of their powers. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll chime in. I'll say I did like Xavier's. Um, Thank you, simply baby. As like, as like a lazy male cosplayer, uh, <laughs> it's it's really simple. Other than like the helmet, like that's an easy that's an easy. I don't know why. It was giving me like Liberace. Like it was a little bit gaudy. Yes. Again, that's what I love. Yes. Old Jason, queer, you yeah. nailed it. Old yeah. queer, that Liberace, just like very like. Like Versace, like I have so much money, but I have no style or taste. Yeah. Like yeah. that's why I loved about it. Yeah, it's um, it's I, very like oh, it's like he's like a fifty-five year old at like pieces in the village, and like he's looking at you over the bar. Shut up, like, Scott. I literally tomorrow night or no Saturday night, I'm going to pieces. I just like <laughs> booked it with a friend. Well, if, if if Charles and Magneto are are giving you the eye, they're, they're that couple at the other side of the bar. Just yeah, just take it. Take it. Hmm. Um, I, I mean, to, I, I, I need to <laughs> Sorry. No, Jason, what were you saying? I kind of want to invent a real quick category, which is um, someone you would, that did fine, but you expected way more from. Like, you're okay, but I was disappointed because you should have done better. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, and mine's going to be really shocking. Okay, I have mine already. Mine is... Sorry, Scott, it is Mr. Sinister because 
how is your regular everyday costume going to be almost more fabulous than your Hellfire look? So I, I expected him to go like to a level 15 and he gave me like a flowy draped tunic or something. Like I was like, I think you could do better than that. Same thing with Exodus. His everyday look is more garish than his Hellfire Club gala look. Mm, something's a little off there. That's all I'm going to say. That's fair. But they weren't the most horrible. It was perfectly fine, but I expected more. Um, I would say for me, uh, most expected more disappointing um, is actually the Fantastic Four. Uh, <laughs> when you've literally invented unstable molecules. Um, like, I, you know, I, I, I honestly expected a little more from Sue and Reed. Because let's be honest, Sue and Reed are the ones designing the uniforms. Um, I expected a little bit more. I was, I was a little disappointed by that. Good call. Okay. Yeah, All yeah. the Avengers just showed up in their like uniforms. I'm like, you have no regular clothes. I felt like that was a statement that they were ready to boring. fight. Oh, yeah. I thought oh. Boring. <laughs> no, I like boring too. But I thought it was like, we're not coming here to kiki with you. We're not going to acknowledge this gala. We're here and we are ready to fight if we need to because shit's going to go down. Agreed. Because yeah. humans are the worst. Demanda? Mm. <clears throat> So some people that I wish would have done a little bit better. I mean, I'm going to get, I might get some hate from, you know, one of our other like favorite internet X-Men fans, but Monet. Oh no. Like, like that headpiece was not, was not the thing. Like I, I liked the bodysuit. The sheer pants was a bit much. I wasn't a huge fan. Cause listen, Monet has money. Yes. Monet has, like, literally Monet's powers are to be perfect. And when you show up like that, I'm like, mm, are your powers really perfection? Because, mm, <laughs> no. Like, I feel like she could, she, like, there could have been something else. Like, for example, um, our uh, uh, friend of mine, Jay Justice, she actually looked up, like, um, fashion from, oh, now the country is leaving my head, where Monet is from. Is she from Brazil? Uh, yeah. Uh Algeria. Algeria, yeah. She yeah. looked up actual Algerian fashion and like uh, and like jewelry from the and like she found so many other beautiful gowns that could have been like then you know turned up a notch for something like the, like the Hellfire Gala. Where I'm just again that headpiece is not it for me. I do not care for it. I think it looks stupid. It reminds me very much of Carrie Bradshaw in Sex and the City, where she's like, I put a bird on my head. Yes. And they're, yes. Like, they're, like, they're like, it was a bird. She's like, it was a bird. Well, I... Like, yeah. fruit too, because it's supposed to look like penance. Yeah. It just, yeah. it looks like a sea yeah. anemone. It's yeah. terrible. I didn't, so, I don't care for it. I said the same thing. I felt it was very SJP at the Met Gala where she has like an ugly headpiece because she's SJP and she's going to have an ugly headpiece. But like with Monet, why wouldn't she have just done a half transformation for her head? I, I mean, I don't know if she can do that. I mean, that we can talk about that and that can be debatable, but why not just use your powers? Like do a half transformation. But also, why not just wear something fashionable? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I agree with you. Um, the one that was the biggest disappointment disappointment for me was Scott. Uh, on multiple levels. One, like I wanted him in white. I wanted Emma to get jumbo to put him in white to send a fucking message to Jean and have that cattiness on the green that. carpet. She would but, never allow that. 
I'm actually shocked at how like Emma and, and we'll get into this when we talk about the issues themselves. I was shocked at how like Emma didn't really have as much control over the Hellfire Gala's like run of show than she did like getting everything assembled. Because like when Scott and Jean took like the stage, I was like, but where's Emma facilitating all of this? Like, her costume change. Her costume change. But I thought Scott could have been, I, I would have liked to have seen Scott in something a bit more bold. But Scott is not bold. He is very milk toast. Like, no, no, and I agree. Too. But I think I think Emma would have taken care of him and Kitty. Or Kate, mm -hmm. excuse me. Okay. She would have taken care of both of them. Looking at, sure the they look good. at the same it time, looks like a military outfit. Like it looks very tactical in the field. Like he just couldn't step away from his work duties. So he's like, my fashion look is gonna also be military. And and the thing is that at the end of the day, Jumbo still is the one who designed it. And first of all, you know Jean as a soccer mom. He's right there being like, mm, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I really feel like maybe he needs to look more like a leader of Krakoa and not so much like uh, Emma's sex life. <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, like, like I, I completely agree on that. Like at the end of the day, he's, he's the head of like Krakoa's military for better or worse. And like, it looks like something that you could, you know, oh, you can wear this in the field. You can also wear this to a gala. Um, I think it gets like the personality across really well because it's boring because like at the end of the day, like Scott Summers is very like even mm -hmm. keeled um, and doesn't need to like, you know, show off um, to the extent that some other people do. Um, I'm getting all defensive now. I don't know why. <laughs> but, uh, but, but the thing, like, Scott, Scott, listen, Mr. Scott Free, we just want you in white, Jesus. And, and I mean, and unless it's about like something about the actual future of Krakoa, like or like mutant kind, he's very like whatever. Sure, because again, it was Jumbo, Gene, and Emma all trying to fight for who was going to get more here, like more to say about what it is that he he wore. You know, he just stood there. Uh, so as, as a costume designer in the theater, we call them meat puppets when like the actor just stands there and you're like, don't move. I don't want your opinion. I don't care what you think. Like, I'm just going to put you in clothes. So, you know, Scott was just a full meat puppet, just standing there, just letting other people put clothes um, on. All right. In terms of worst looks, who do we think had the worst look? Number one, Dazzler. Dazzler. Yes, that absolutely. Look That's was fucking terrible i am still mad about it i will be mad about it until the end of time i'm pissed off it fucking sucks i ranted about this on twitter uh, uh a, a a dear friend of the internet daniel mcnee he did three dazzler fan art hellfire gala looks which are one billion times better than the fucking shit that she's put in in the comics and it pisses me off it was so boring. I don't even remember what it looked like. I had to look it up again. Yeah. And then I cringed again. Yeah. What is that? Point they literally put her in like a generic dress from Dress Barn. And then I guess she's supposed a to be using her powers. A jumpsuit that had like some glitter on it. Like, Oh, is it a jumpsuit? I didn't even think it was a yeah, jumpsuit. Yeah, it's like a black jumpsuit and then has like sequence on it. Or like yeah. use her light powers. Like, like, look at that. That's fucking yeah. stupid. Oh, you're I'm, right. Like, that's, that's not so good. Angelita de Dios. Boring. Like, I, I am just upset. Because, listen, the entire time I'm like, ooh, a Hellfire Dazzler look. Like, obviously, I'm going to, like, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, like, make it. I'm going to wear it to a con. No, I'm not. 
Girl, mm -hmm. she is performing at the Hellfire Gala. We know that from Way of X, and that's what she fucking wears? Absolutely I, listen, not. I, I, hope, I hope that's her boring walk-around look, and that she gets to, like, have some costume changes That's well. more so if that's her boring walk-around look, because yeah. that's her green carpet look. That's the one that she's going to be most photographed in. Like, where <laughs> I, are her people? I, first of all, Jumbo Carnation, like, as a fellow homosexual mutant, I'm pissed. I have, I need to call the manager... I'm gonna, listen, I'm gonna have a full conversation with Emma Frost about this. Like, I'm upset. I get it. Jason. Um, um, uh, I have very strong opinions too. Uh, my number one, and I will dive into it, I think Iceman is hideous. Yeah. Like, I don't agree. Why does he have an ice mullet? Why does he have ice high heels and like this gross train and like, he, when he like came out, he's never been like coded as super femme. So I don't understand why he suddenly was like, I'm gonna like break the internet and wear a dress and like uh, a skirt and high heels. I'm like, it's just not to character. And yeah. it just looks kind of unfashionable and like boring. It looks terrible. Do you know what it is? It's baby's first time in drag. Ugh. He doesn't know what to do. And he's like, oh, I'm like the premier queer X-Man. I need to be like extra gay. And it's, and you think that Emma would be like, oh honey, no. No, we don't know. Because listen, like, uh, Prodigy's look is kind of similar where it's like, Prodigy has never really been like, like coded any kind of like femme. But at the same time, like, I feel like that younger generation, Gen Z, he's like, oh, no, no, fuck the gender binary. I'm going to wear whatever the fuck. No, I want. they would gender bend their looks. Yeah. And, and yeah. I love that for him. But Iceman, who's a 30 something year old accountant, like, no, ma'am, ma'am, listen, drag is not for everyone. Like, I, no, I agree with you. You said it. Yep. <laughs> we spoke with Cena Grace, and he was like, What was that look? Like, that's just not Bobby. That's not how Bobby no. was written. It's not who his personality is. And I love that journey for the character, but like, it was such a leap from this very like tight button up. Bobby to now like wearing something like he has a like, Gaga heels in that. He left like, the X-Men to be an accountant. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, no, no not that's, that. not, that's not the look. That's not Fair enough. Scott. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. It, I mean, it, it's, it's tough. Like I was not a fan of Bobby's um, look, particularly for a lot of those reasons. Uh, it struck me as like, like you know 20 something gay playing you know like gay kickball showing up in drag um yeah. listen the amount of like white gays that play sports and then have these like <laughs> drag events i'm like can you not, can you not <laughs> do that um like some of the uh some of the other ones like like yes he wasn't you know there's an x-man like namor just showing up and like what he regularly wears like Eh, I mean, it was very. I mean, he could have worn less. Yeah, like, no, were those green speedos again? No, he could have just not worn anything, just ankle <laughs> ankle wings. I, I mean, like, and like body glitter. He's showing up with like an angry heart on, and it's just like I'm emperor of like seventy percent of the earth, and it's just like this is what you wear every day. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> also, not a fan of like Richter's like. Mm. green and brown so ugly oh, yeah. i like the sheer top underneath because again 
category is skin. But this whole like druid thing that's happening with him, mm, not a fan. I don't love that journey for him. No, no. Um, wasn't a fan of that. Um, I mean, there there weren't like any others that were like super like other than what you've mentioned that were like super offensive to me. Um, I guess I wanted to see some more just like crazier looks from like some mutants that are just like associated with being like really like like out there. Like I want to see like like more from like like okay like Vulcan. They haven't shown like Vulcan. Like everybody knows Vulcan's not entirely like here. Like, <laughs> at, like as as one of like three like Vulcan stands in the world. Like I want to see him just show up like like crazy look. Like I was the emperor of like the Shi'ar Empire, and like possibly died fighting Black Bolt. Might still be floating out there. Just like hey, like here's my crazy look, or I'm naked, or just like whatever. Just, like, you know him and Sway and Petra. They're just on the moon being like, what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And like, oh, oh, there's a party tonight. Whoops. Yeah, like, no, this is the party. This is the party here. Uh, Also, I have to say, I do love that journey for them that they're just like hanging out, partying on the moon all the time and like not giving a fuck about what's going on. Yeah, they're like, oh, there's like a gala tonight. And Vulcan's just like, no, okay, here's some Shi'ar poppers. And just like, (laughs) (laughs) Because they're introducing the straight girls to poppers, and they're like, "Oh my god, what are these? <laughs> oh my, we're we're so wild! Like oh, we're, we're so being wild. so fun and crazy." <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. Um, you know who we haven't spoken about, and I think they have the worst look ever. But I was kind of expecting it. It's fucking beast. <laughs> You you will not put that 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 down. I can't. No. <laughs> That's terrible. Jason, he has a cock pouch, and he's like the bouncer. It's disgusting. It's it like I don't know what bars you been to. Every every bar I've been to, the bouncer always has a cock pouch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this this is like the, this is like the eagle on like a Saturday night. I mean, like. <laughs> Aside from Sage and Domino, the whole like security team with the bolo ties look terrible. Like Sage and Domino are like, oh, we're going to take this. We're going to make it fashion. And I'm going to look fucking stunning with a gun. And everyone else is just like, so we wore a suit. Thanks. Yeah. They they finally moved Quentin Choir past dressing like a 12 year old when he's like a 25 year old ass man. (laughs) And then they put him in like like tuxedo onesie yeah. and like not a good look. I would have wanted to see what he would have done on his own accord. Like yes. what would his outfit he, first of all it, he would have showed up like he did in uh End Song where he's like I'm gonna wear the tightest leatheriest pants and oh that. yeah. Yep yep um yeah I think all of X Force are kind of like Meh. I mean what? even I mean I like Logan's look a lot. I mean Jason what do you think of Logan's look? It fits him because he loves that whole like Clint Eastwood, like cowboy. Yeah. That's what he would have worn even if he wasn't an X-Force. So I get it. He would have probably added a cowboy hat. But yeah, I feel bad for them that they didn't get to like participate fully. Yeah. Anyways, um, before we move on to our next segment where we're going to talk about the Krakoan X-Men, 
I realized we didn't actually have a chance to talk about our looks. So Scott, since you're the saltiest one on the Zoom call tonight, and you showed up as Reed Richards, why don't you tell us about your look tonight? Um, this is an iconic uh, American <laughs> look, um, dating back to 1963, uh, 62, sorry. No, yeah, 62. Um, with... Um, designed by Reed Richards and Sue Storm. And, um, you know, it's, it's ageless, it's timeless. Um, it's good for fighting Galactus. It's good for, you know, the Infinity War. It's good for showing up to Krakoa. Um, it's good for occasionally just, you know, doing really shady things with the Illuminati. Um, <laughs> It's it's you know it's 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 a really timeless look. It's like the suit and tie of the Marvel universe. And um, yeah, girl, all I'm hearing is that she's wearing versatility tonight. <laughs> yes. Oh, she's verse. <laughs> Love a verse. Uh, I think that's the first time anybody said that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you look absolutely iconic as Reed Richards because obviously all of like Instagram loves you as Cyclops, but we also love you as Mr. Fantastic. I have a question. It's like Cyclops at the dry cleaners because I'm like fully disappointed. Oh, oh wow. Um, no, Cyclops, Cyclops is here. Um, but this, this was my... Uh, I don't know. I thought it would be fun. We were trying to recreate the adjoining the adjoining doors on Mars, like on the moon, excuse me. And we were trying to create the summer's like love triangle here. It's just not working. But you see, that's somebody, the great thing about Reed Richards. Somebody didn't get the assignment correct, but just saying. But, but but that's the great thing about Reed Richards is Reed Richards can show up anywhere. Because no second <laughs> has ever started. That's the great thing about Reed Richards. Sorry. Wow. 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 <laughs> I mean, Gene, you're in the middle of this sandwich. <laughs> Listen, still loving it. It's fine. <laughs> Gene, Gene, Gene gets it wherever she can go. <laughs> Would Gene um, get it, like, from Mr. Fantastic comic book? I mean, I mean, in reality, probably not. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Because Gene, Gene does like someone who at least pays attention to her. Like, I think that's one of the reasons that... Um, a lot, like, it's kind of, like, known in canon that you don't fuck with Sue Storm. And it's and, and I think it's because everybody just knows that, listen, if she can put up with Reed, she's not going to put up with anything else. <laughs> like, because she's already dealing with this. So whatever you've got going on, no, it's not going to happen. Like, she's just not, she's just not going to deal with it. Um, but no, so I'm wearing, I'm wearing 90s jean. Um, first established in 1991 by Jim Lee. Um, it's cute. She's new, so I'm still very happy with uh, wearing her. Uh, I will be debuting her in a live performance uh, later this month. Uh, so uh, if you're in the DC area, come out to Tallboy and give me your ones. So, work. Yes. And Jason, um, this is possibly my most casual cosplay, and the one that I can throw together in a few minutes. Um, it makes it so that I don't have to shave. I hate shaving. Um, and this is my Logan realness. <clears throat> I think it's a little more Hugh Jackman than comic book accurate, but um, I feel like a daddy lumberjack when I wear it. So like, I'll put it on anytime. 
Yes, this is Logan as a lumbersexual. Oh, there we go. Hey, yeah. Hey, it's it's very Logan at the beginning of uh, Wolverine Origins, which you know I know we don't mention very often. Yes. Um, but I mean, he's still hot in it, so it's fine. Wait, Demanda, I'm just noticing you have a fan on you. Uh, yeah, like I do. Mariah, like fucking <laughs> because Mariah Carey. One hundred degrees in the third floor of my townhouse, and I need to have a fan. And I'm in drag, so I'm hot. So I I'm, need not even, I'm not even wearing pants right now. I feel bad for her, like, <laughs> full, full drag. Listen, and this is Same. the lowest I'm not wearing low. pants either. Like, hold no. on, we gotta turn it up. Uh, 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 okay. No, it's fucking hot. <laughs> it's it's the summertime, in case you weren't aware. Oh, no, no. We're, we're aware it's a season of summer, oh, summer right now. Okay, so I want to know. Who are you wearing? Oh, who am I wearing? Oh, I forgot, man. Fuck, I've had like three glasses of like rosé already. Um, I am Christian Frost, and I'm wearing a button-down shirt from Sicily that I got in like 2007. Oh, so she's got money. Yeah, she she had money. Um, and I'm wearing um vintage assembly, which was this little brand that was in the Lower East Side back in probably 2013, and like everyone was wearing them, and they were known for their asymmetrical cuts, and I was obsessed. And I was a publishing assistant at Husha Book Group, and I literally spent all my money on this jacket and I feel it's worth it. And I haven't worn it at a gala yet because the only time I actually wore it at an event, someone thought I was a caterer and I was like, fuck you. I will literally shake you down and steal your gift cards. So fuck off. But this is a gala. So you have worn it now at a cup. Well, look, you're absolutely right. So like right there. And yeah, I guess I'm Kristen Frost with like my roots showing because I have to go get my hair did again. Ooh, Emma would be so mad. Oh my god, she would like scream at me. Go get oh, your look, at, done. look at that. My husband just brought a bottle of rose. <laughs> I feel like the only cosplays I can, I mean, you all are professional cosplayers. I feel like the only one I can professional. I know. Um, I feel like the only one I can do is either Doug Ramsey, Fabian Cortez when I had a man bun, or Christian Frost. You okay, you are now I'm, my my signature Christian Frost. That's it. You did it. Thank I you. Mean, yeah. So you're you're canonized as Christian Frost, but also remember, cosplay is for everyone. It doesn't matter what your body type is. You choose a character that you love and you dress like them. Listen, just today on my Loki video, some person said I was too fat to be Loki, and I said, "Bitch, this is fashion." Look it up, and then he blocked me. And I'm like, so you're fucking welcome. Thank you for the post engagement. That means that it is in the algorithm. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. Give me that person's fucking username. I will oh, no. spam they, them. They, 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 they spam them. They've already blocked me. Like, I don't fucking care. Like, it, it, ha it happens a lot more on my video reels because, um, because Instagram wants to push reels more. Um, they push that in the algorithm so people see those more. Um, so I get a lot of like weird random people who are like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, it's called fashion. It's called beauty. It's uh, called, it's called makeup artistry. It's mm -hmm. called, um, you know, whatever you hope to be. Um, so, you know, I, fuck them. I mean, again, I've had worse in real life. Again, I've been faggoted on the street of Las Vegas. Like it's fine. <laughs> like you, this 12 year old with 14 followers on Instagram is not bothering me. 
cancel. Cancel. Uh, Get done with them. All right. I, I, I will actually add, though, since you mentioned Doug, Doug did have one of the worst looks of the gala. Oh, I don't remember Doug. Uh, so exactly. <laughs> he just wore he wore a tuxedo. But no, I don't I don't remember Doug's look, but you would think that like his wife would be like, we need to represent Araco. We're we're gonna wear this like traditional stuff, and instead he just wore a tux. He's not even in the official book. I can't even find him. So <laughs> that's how important he is. She's not even official. No, I, I mean he's, he's he's too busy getting pegged, so like. <laughs> listen. Listen. We all know. We are we already knew that about that. <laughs> him, him and Cyclops are like in the sub club. They're both they're both like hanging hanging in slings. Uh, I'm glad you said it and I didn't. <laughs> wow. Doug and Scott, bless them. Bless their hearts. And okay. and also, if let let let's just not forget, um Empath is also huge into into being dominated so the three of them i'm sure are just enjoying themselves wow and um that fucking read demando right there <laughs> does i mean i, mean, I, I love that the, i love that jason and scott are even like damn girl we don't even we can't even follow that up <laughs> look I, I fully expect to run into them at uh mal weekend in january mm. <laughs> so I'm glad my mother doesn't listen to this. Stop. Your mother doesn't listen to this? We have to get her a subscription. No, she's fine. It's cool. Okay, so switching gears. X-Men. How do we feel about the new team of X-Men? How it was announced? And our overall general feels on the numbers? Mm, Jason, why don't you kick us off? I don't love it. Um, I I'm just, think I'm just too old school, and I apologize for that. If you're going to be on an X-Men team, I want, like, iconic big personalities. Like, I don't know, like, the iconic members to join. And it's such a weird mismatch of, like, old and new. I can't get behind sync. I just never really cared. Um, so I have to, like, look back even to, like, see who was in there again. Like, I'm like, who is this again? Um, <laughs> I'm glad that Rogue is not in, um, uh, not on Excalibur anymore. She never belonged there. So I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. That's about mm-hmm. it. That's all I can really say. Scott and Jean are holding it down. Good for them. What about you, Mr. Scott Free? What do you think? Um, you know, same sort of thing. Like I, like I, I was one of the, the people who voted for Polaris. Um, I know that's going to get me some, some hate from some people um but you know there's like yeah like i like scott gene polaris rogue um some of the other people feel sort of like random um you know and i don't know if one or two of them are going to quit after like one issue just to keep with like history right but (laughs) um like uh, yeah it's it's not my not my favorite sort of core X Men team, but you know we'll see what they do with it. Demanda. So, I mean, I like the fact that Jean and Lorna are on a team again since like the seventies. Like, I think that's cute. 
Because they're, 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 they're like those girls where everybody thinks that they're friends when they're probably really not. They're, they were just like the only two girls. And so everybody just thinks they're best friends and they're probably like, oh, she's fine. Mm. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I also like that, you know, that Lorna like shows up to meetings with like, oh, I'm sorry I'm late. I had to stop for coffee because this <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, so I disagree with, with Sync. Like, I, I think that whatever happened with Sync and Laura in the world, I feel like that's the reason that they're now- That we have them. That, that we have them, because something something happened and we need we need them and whatever happened there um, to be there. I, I like that they're like the newest ex-couple. I li- I've also always liked Laura. I just, I just have, I just always liked her. So um, I'm, I'm into that for her. I like that journey for her. I like that she's just Wolverine. I like when they called Wolverine, she was surprised. She's like, oh wait, me? It's like, yeah, girl, yes. She fucking has shrimp in her mouth. Yeah, as she's, like, she's like, oh, what? <laughs> um, wow. Uh, I, 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 I kind of like, I like the, the mix match of like people getting new suits and some people um, like clinging to some old ones, except can we let Rogue's Jim Lee costume die? <gasps> no, I disagree. I disagree. Uh, I, I love you it. so it much, my, but I disagree. It is my least favorite of her looks, and that even goes to like back when she had the skunk trail and looked fifty years old. Like I, but that's this, iconic Rogue. No, it's not iconic. Rogue to me is Outback. Like um, I, okay. I just don't. Oh, I know. I know, okay. I don't I don't care for it. I think it's over. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm also I mean, listen, cosplayers wear whatever you want. Please wear whatever you want, but I'm tired of seeing cosplayers in it. Like I you know that's kind of true. That's but you're also in the nineties iconic look too that most people say is kind of over now too. So well that's just because I own this and you all vote for it. This is actually Jim Lee all day forever. I don't care. This is actually Damn. not this is not my favorite jean look. Um, I just own it and it's new. And so, you know, whatever, I'm going to wear it, but it's not, it's not my favorite. I also really dislike the fact that Gina and Lorna both are in mini skirts. I think that's weird. I, hate that. I don't I hate understand. That, like, I like the design of Lorna's new mini skirt. I just wish that it went into like a suit instead of a skirt. Um, like, I, 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 like, I, I like all the lines. I like the black. I like the green like that. That's great. But like, what is this? So, okay. I know. I mean, I know we're like beating a dead horse at this point. Like what's the hard on for the green dress with Jean? Like, I, I, I've never I don't know who has that. Who has a hard yeah. on for it? Like I, uh, I it, it's, I actually really like the green dress. And for a long time, I, that, that was going to be like my first Jean look. But then, you know, as I've talked about on the podcast before, like Dax did it first and looks great. So I'm like, uh, I don't need to do it. Like, it, you know, you can see it over there. It looks, looks amazing. Um, so, so that's why I didn't do it, but it's just like, I don't understand why it's still here. Like, why is it still here? Like Jean has so many other great looks as we know, like the X-Men red and then the green version of that X-Men red uniform is definitely Flawless. a far superior look to any of the things that she's been wearing so far. I'm like, why are we still wearing this 1960s go-go dress? I don't understand. I feel like to give everyone a makeovers but like scott's sitting there in his new krakoa uniform and looks great and then it's like a couple people have a new rendition and then it's just a 60s look a 90s look like it's just all over the place everyone should have been 
Like, yeah. Really, but, uh, yeah. Like, I, I, I definitely feel like everybody should have deserved like a brand new look. We're a brand new team. We're new Krakoa. We're doing, you know, we're doing a whole thing. It's like, why? why yeah. Why this mismatch? And I, and I know people keep saying, especially like the people who like suck Hick, Hick, Hickman's dick. I've been like, there's a reason that she's wearing this dress. There's a reason. I'm like, it's been too long. Listen. Well, so the I'm reason not- that a lot of people were saying she was wearing that dress is because she rebooted a version of herself before the Phoenix nonsense. I, I think that was a rumor two years ago. Yeah, I don't agree again. with that. I, I think we've seen that this is our gene fully no, intact. And, 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 she's, and she's worn other looks. She's also worn the far superior um, red with the yellow X X Factor un- uniform. Like, yeah. where did that, like, if you want to wear something classic, where's that again? Like I'll yeah. even take this look. Where's this one again? That's fine. But what again? I don't. I don't understand why we need to have mini skirts. Like yeah. they're just not practical. Here's my thing about the Croco and X Men, and I have like this really deep rooted like feels about it. One, I really wish when Croco was established in Hotchpox, they would have said that the X Men are no more because we didn't know that there weren't any X Men until Ten of Swords that issue where like Gene and Scott kind of like walked off and then they went and they, they went to go rescue cable against the council's wishes. So I wish I would have been a marketing ploy early on to let us know that X-Men just didn't exist anymore because I just assumed. Well, there was a title um, named X-Men. So of course we didn't know. Yeah. yeah. So, and then secondly, I agree with everything. L- listen, it's just, it's my age showing. And I know I have like really great like Botox. So you can't tell I'm as old as you Queens. But um, I, I need anchors in, in the X-Men when I'm looking at an X-Book. Like, I need Storm on the team. I need Rogue. I need Gene. I need Cyclops. I love X-23 Wolverine. I would love Logan Wolverine. And I would love another character to sort of solidify it. And then you can divide them into, like, blue and, like, gold-like teams. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to see what... I don't understand quite yet what it means to be an X fan and how is that how and how that is different from being a Krakoan who's dealing with global emergencies like Excalibur, X Factor, et cetera, et cetera. Like I want to see how they're elevated. I know they're gonna have the celebrity status, we've seen the trailer, but what are they doing that's different than other mutants on Krakoa that are already dealing with a lot of agency? worldwide and sword who's colonizing with mars colonized now like sword feels like the team to be watching but i'm just like a sword fan and justice for fabian cortez i mean i i i personally would like to see beast on the x-men fuck (laughs) you how dare you come on my front lawn and say that no um no i i i i do not because he's a sociopath um He's getting worse and worse in X Force. I'm just like, girl, what are you doing? Right? right? He 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 controls an entire Central American nation. Um, but uh, I mean, overall, like I generally agree with that. Like, you need some like anchors on the team, and I don't feel like the current team is. It, it feels very just sort of mis like mismatched. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know how else to describe it, but um, you know, also don't know how long it's going to last with like Inferno coming up and other 
things. So talking about like with with sync, I think because it's a telepathic vote, and how and how much did Jean and Xavier and Emma really have pull and sway over this team and what it is that their purpose is? Um, again, I feel like there's definitely a reason that Laura and Everett are on the team. Um, it's good like, drama. Well, it, it, it's, it, there, there's obviously a storyline that they want to tell. So also, at the end of the day, like, you know, these comic book things, it's all about, like, marketing and the, who the writer is and who that writer, what stories that that writer wants to tell and what characters that they want to tell with that story. So it's like, you know, we can, in-universe, try to explain it all day. But at the end of the day, it was the people that they wanted. It's fine. Like, yeah, I mean, we're still allowed to have opinions. I'm not saying that we're not, but it's like, you, you know, when, when, when people went off about, um, you know, the, the, the story that was going on in Excalibur and whatever, and I'm like, yeah, but remember, like, this is the story that they wanted to tell. Or or even going into, like, um, stuff that Paul and I have talked about before on the podcast, like with WandaVision, this was the story that they wanted to tell, not the story that you wanted them to tell. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, it's, you know, you just kind of have to go, okay, well, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna wait for them to tell me the story. And I can still decide whether or not I like it, but this is the story that they wanted to tell. Um, again, I'm I'm hoping that like the stuff that was brought up in X Factor, even though yes, I haven't read it, but like all the things that I've heard about it, I like really want to. I want I want to get the trades and read you know and read all of them. I feel like th- those kind of stories and the characters that were happening in that story were very interesting. And I'm sad that like Polaris got pulled off of that to go do something else. So I felt like that was something that was like a team that she seemed to fit in with. Um, but my, my overall qualm with Polaris, especially showing up with the coffee like cup in the, in the group shot, like they've de-aged her. And in X Factor, she's like drunk texting like Alex and stuff like that. And I know that works for a lot of people and that's not like a jab at Leah Williams or her her writing abilities, like, I get that works for some people, but, like, Polaris so is you, about the same age as Jean and Scott, you know, like, Havoc are, and Polaris are, like, yeah. who are in their late 30s, mid-30s? I think, I think the general understanding, again, I spoke with Jordan Beast B. Beast is 40, he turned 40 yeah. in, yeah, in, like, like, like in, in, well, he turned 40 in, like, the early 90s. Yeah. What I'm saying is, as someone who is in their mid to late thirties. I'm still drunk texting stupid people. I'm still being a mess. I'm still showing up late to meetings with coffee in my hand. Like, sure, sure, like, that's fine. So, that's so, so I'm just saying like, I don't think that she's de-aged. I think that she's, for most of Polaris's existence, I feel like there has been a lot of uh, non-agency. She hasn't really been able to like live her own life. Like for a long time, she was possessed by malice and then she was trying to figure out what she was supposed to do with new powers. And then she immediately got shoved back in to being in love with Alex for like the longest time. And then Rebecca and then is she Magneto's daughter? Is she not Magneto's daughter? Is she the heir to the house of M? Is she not? And I feel like she's finally been like, Oh, I can like, like, like most queer people. She's like, Oh, I'm finally like 30. And like can come out of the closet and like live my life and just do what I want to do and not worry about what all of this other 
stuff is. And also, like, yeah, I hope she's still getting drunk and crazy because she's also like, oh, yeah, the people <laughs> that I thought were, like, my siblings are not my siblings anymore. And, like, even though that was, like, full plot point of a whole thing with of her adventure in space, that she was the fucking sister-in-law of Crystal. And, like, Luna's aunt. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I yeah. just, like, I just really like Lorna. She's young. You can't really see, but she's she's right there. She's right there. Oh, she is. Look at that. But, and, and, but, but again, like, you know, editorial mandates still exist. It's still a business. It's still yes. designed to sell yeah. things. And, you know, again, we're, we're allowed to have opinions and we're allowed to discuss it. But it's like, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to. Yeah. It's I an mean, IP. Look, there's no there's no greater editorial mandate right now than Franklin Richards um, <laughs> getting getting so getting turned into a uh, flat scan by Dan Slott. Um, Why did know. that happen? Wait, did he did you hear my theory though? I think they're just lying to him. I think that he is a mutant, and I think that whisper we haven't gotten to it yet, but the whisper from. Uh, from Reed to Professor X was like, hey, thanks for lying to my son and telling him he's not a mutant. Like, I owe you. Wait. I don't know. He said something. I mean, so I, I, I hope so, but Dan Slott seems like a fucking asshole, so. Oh, well, Yantu Samus. Wait, so Jason and Amanda, I think that is a perfect segue into how do we feel about Marauders 21, X-Force 20, Hellions, Excalibur, and X-Men. And like the story that's running through there right now i liked um i'm just gonna start off by saying i like the the story structure of the hellfire gala i like that we found the first issue like talked about the entire event but didn't tell us what happened at the end and now we're filling in the blanks with every other issue as a as a story structure i really the opening i thought it was really great um now we know what it was but um I, i'll just say that like they they did really well with the way they planned it out um, I'll just start with that. There's a lot of issues to cover. I took notes, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what did you think? Um, I think the weakest issue so far has been the, the new mutants issue. Um, simply because that focused mostly on stuff going on in the new mutants book. And that's not like a, a bad thing. It just generally didn't advance the, broad hellfire uh plot overall um but overall like i've i've enjoyed the the structure um was sort of building up towards the revelation planet um planet x-men planet size x-men um like i one one of my favorite books of the whole like House of X, Power of X post thing has been the Hellions issue of um, the Hellfire Gala just because it was so insane and over the top with like mm-hmm. Nanny confronting Sinister at like uh, the That Gala. was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever seen two queens go at each other at a gay bar, I mean, that was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, can I also say they slipped in super fast and I believe it is now canonical that they're talking to the cuckoos and they said something about, oh, Sinister and Nanny, we shipped them. And one of them just straight up goes, yeah, but that's not Sinister's type, if you know what I mean. And she like outed Sinister in a single frame. We all knew, but like, I'm like, yeah. No, he just doesn't like fucking robotic eggs. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I mean, like, 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 Sinister's type is sinister. Like, that 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 is that is a man with a clone farm and a big ego. Listen, <laughs> Sinister's type is young boys with the last name Summers. But I'll like just. Hey, listen, oh, you did if, not go there. If there is anyone who is a pansexual, and it's fucking Mister Sinister, who is all about himself and what he can make of himself for himself, like using other people to make what he feels like they should be in order for him to have complete control of them. Because you can't tell me that Sinister wasn't fucking every single one of those Maddie clones. <laughs> he wasn't fucking every single one of like those weird marauders, nonsense clone. Like he is like, I, I made you. He has a full God complex where he's like, I made you. So you got to do what I want. Like he's super, super gross. I love him though. Like, su- like super sassy queer sinister has been my favorite revelation throughout this whole thing. It's yeah. fantastic. But also n- nannies like resurgence, the amount of people have been like, you should do nanny. And I'm like, I already am dying in this. Like there's no way I'm getting into a full egg. <laughs> How do you cosplay that? That doesn't, that doesn't even make sense. It's so funny. I'm like, Wait, has anyone ever cosplayed as Nanny on the I've, intern I've never web? Seen it. I've never seen I haven't it. seen I, it. I, yeah, I've never seen Nanny or Orphan Maker. That's because people very, don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, chaos theory. Now that we've said it, it exists in the world. It has to. I'm, listen, I'm I'm sh- I'm sure there is a crazy. Listen, I mean, as someone planning a Gatecrasher cosplay in like 2022, Whoa. 23, like I'm not saying Nanny is off the table, but I'm saying I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, can I just say one thing randomly sorry I, I did a google search for X-Men nanny cosplay I scrolled down about seven pictures and for some reason it's just it's just good old me in my <laughs> sorry I'll just say I love, when I, I love when I randomly show up in searches love it I love anyway. how you're like I did a google search and here's an image of me <laughs> and you're patting your wig you're patting your fucking wig while you say that as as someone who does Z-list cosplayers, I'm literally like the third image for like Birdie, Tangerine, and uh, Sharon Ventura, Ms. Marvel. So, good. I feel you. Sharon Ventura so much. No, but like Nanny at the Hellfire Gala when they like the Hellions crash and Sinister is like, I'm such a good person talking to like Captain America. And then Nanny's like, actually you've abused children and you've murdered countless. <laughs> and Sinister's reaction was fucking next level i loved it so much yeah that was a good moment um another good moment that i loved about the hellfire gala was i believe it was marauders where we got a reunion with banshee and emma and banshee really hasn't said much since he was resurrected in necrotia yeah. and i thought that was a beautiful moment with them and i love how emma turns to him and she says sean and you, and you just feel the weight right there. And obviously the other invitation she was talking about, and I forgot who I was talking about this with, and I was probably like cracked out. So I couldn't even like put, oh, it was you? I was like, what is that second other invitation? <laughs> yeah, well, my theory out. was she sent him two, but I like your theory that he has another invitation from someone else. Yeah, from someone else. And also that he's coming to Marauders. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so she's probably going to invite him to be part of the Hellfire Council Club, whatever the it's called now. Trading company. 
company, trading company. Yes. Um, uh, I think that they also were like, we, we just started shipping Domino and, um, sorry, Sage, right? Like they totally just made them a couple now because they're like flirting okay. for the comms. Oh, you're absolutely right. Uh, there was some yeah. like sexual tension between them two. I mean, yeah. who, who does not have sexual tension on Krakoa? Here's my problem with like X-Force, the X-Force issue. Oh, don't come for me. But like, I feel that like X-Force is one of those issues that I read, but I read on autopilot. So mm -hmm. I kind of wasn't absorbing the full story. And I just have forgotten about it, but I thought it was a really great issue. And I agree, Jason, like I'm shipping that pairing right there. And I like how Emma kind of like came in and like resolved a lot of the situation that was happening. You know what you probably missed when you skimmed it was forearm is the DJ and he was using like all four arms to DJ. And I was like, what is happening in the background? Here? As you no, think your mutant powers for a reason. Love it. But it's Love a good idea. All right, here's um, here's one for you. What is the worst in the sense of just like, oh, I don't want this, like sexual tension on Krakoa? Oh, um, uh, uh, Monet and um, oh, who is she flirting with in the Blue Lagoon? Maggot. Oh, not need that. I don't like, need that. So in that very first image that we see of of the Green Lagoon, oh, yeah, yeah, and and like that and like Dazzler's on the thing, and like there's all the people in the pool. And there's somebody, I got into like a fucking internet fight about the fact that Burkett was in there and be like, I don't know who Burkett is. And I'm like, read a comic book. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> but uh, but at the bar sitting, Monet is like stroking Maggot's face. And I'm like, why? Like, I know she doesn't have the best taste in men, but it's, she also doesn't have the worst taste in men. No. So like, no. Uh, sorry, I was just thinking of one. It is Richter's daddy obsession with Apocalypse. Like, yes, absolutely. He will not stop talking about his boo. Like he's enamored. Jason, that read right now, absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, in my opinion, I think I think there's a little like mind control, like a little like Apocalypse seed planted, if you will. Apocalypse oh, <laughs> <just looking laughs> planted. But it's probably happened in that situation. Wow. Um, because, because yeah, R Richard is just he, like he's all about like I'm gonna go hang out with my friend. Like one of the first things when I first started reading comics, that I remember about Richter is that he quit the New Mutants because he wanted to stay in Genosha to find Rain, yeah. and then that didn't happen. And then he joined you know fucking Canadian nonsense, whatever. Um, but like like that's one of the first things I remember. He always like ditches whatever's going on to go hang out with his friends. To go like be with his friends, and I mean that's the the whole sexual tension with Shatterstar first happens. He's like, oh, my friend, my friend Shatty Buns needs like my help, so like Shabby I'm gonna like I love I'm gonna go like help him, and maybe like I don't know, things will get weird in the hotel, like whatever. We're on we're on a motorcycle together. Um, so so like I I I I just don't like this whole like apocalypse. Like oh yeah, I want to become a druid and like obsessed. No, Richter is all about like his friends and like being with his friends. So like. I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't get it. He's kind of lost. Like a, again, he's, he's wayward. Seed planted. A little wayward. Um, I I will amend my worst look answer to Shatterstar showing up in a bloodstained diaper. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I thought he looked so hot in that. <laughs> I was like, yes. Uh, 
Uh, I, I, <laughs> also, will say, I, I will say, like, does Wild Child and Dakin count as sexual tension? Because there was some sexual threesome. Yeah, tension. like that. That that was that was some like. Wait, like, Dakin, 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 Dakin and who? Wild Child. Yeah, because they're both Fair. fighting over um, uh, Aurora right now. Oh well, well, Wild Child's always been obsessed with her, and she's just singing Mariah Carey. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> I love how she's here, like Kyle. I can't do this, and like runs away. Anyways, right. Scott, what were you saying? Um, I would say Exodus and Sinister. Um, oh, that yeah. that is some like like mean middle aged gays that don't like each other, but should really just like so who hate each other, but are who are texting each other at night and still fucking. <laughs> um, so we saw in the Mark Brooks image for Inferno, they're sort of facing each other, and yeah. oh, right. Caddy bitches, yeah. Yo, like, caddy bitches. But Scott, you asked which one we don't want to see more of. I'm saying I want more of that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, didn't didn't Shatterstar have to kill Siren the Morrigan? Like, did, did I did I read that right on the internet? Like, but I love that. I, I and, and that stuff I love. Oh, there, yeah, to solve this. Yeah. Yeah. It's not focusing, but yeah, he's killing the Morrigan. Yeah, okay, okay, they, got it. Yeah, they bring him to kill the Morrigan. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I, again, all I've seen is this no, and yeah. people talking about it. So I'm like, I don't know if that's like a vision that he had that like he has to kill her. No, he he, he shows up and uh, and kill. They get her from. They get him from Mojoverse. Um, I I like X Factor, but a lot of that is also just to see Northstar be bitchy towards younger queers. So. Yes. I don't know. I the thing that took me out of X Factor when I first read it was Aurora's death and how he just threw her body on the floor in front of the five. And I was like, I get it. Like she can be resurrected. Who the fuck cares about this body? But like I still feel like you would care about your dead sister. And I, I just thought there was a lot of other stuff with characterization that was off. I don't know, though. With all of the bullshit that Northstar has put up with from Aurora over the years, I'd be like, can you resurrect her? Because I, I, I got shit I got to say to her. Like, <laughs> this, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. This is ridiculous. But I mean, listen, like, over the years, they have, they have had the on-again, off-again. Are they friends? Are they not? Because remember, like, when she had the multiple personalities, and she had like the super conservative one who didn't like him because obviously he was homosexual. Um, it's just like, girl, who are you? And then, and then when she started like fucking um, the Sasquatch just because Sasquatch didn't like Northstar either. Like, listen, Aurora, you're a problem and you need <laughs> to be rebooted. So like, I'm going to dump your ass here, fix this problem, and then I'll come back and talk to her. Yes. <laughs> yes, that read. Um, so what about planet-sized X-Men? What did everyone think of planet-sized X-Men? Very impressive. Like the whole time I was just saying, like, the X-Men can do anything. Like, if you get the yeah. right people together, they're so badass. Like literally creating a planet in a night because everyone's just like, oh, I'll help. I'll do this giant major feat of extraordinary thing. Um, um it first it checked my my Vulcan appearance like box, so I'm good with that. Because um, all the Omegas were assembled. Yeah. Yeah, except except for except for Powerhouse Franklin Richards, <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, uh, we don't have time for pretenders here. What was his name? What was his name? Power Exchange. Powerhouse. 
powerhouse. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, did you just say power exchange? Those are my favorite. <laughs> He's named after a daddy bar. Sorry. <laughs> well, his name was power, and it was Tattletail for a while too. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. Uh, but like, like overall, oh, I, that issue was. I mean, like it was excellent. I I loved love the art, um, where you just see like Storm in the clouds. Or um, I'm blanking on his name. The um, the like the fish man who is apparently the first mutant to have like water control, um, who just you know spills his blood and creates a sea. Yeah. Uh, what about Rain Boy? Are we forgetting that poor Rain Boy who drowned in the in the pool on M Day? Oh, Rain Boy! <laughs> I yeah. haven't thought about him uh, until this moment. Uh, apparently, we are. Rain <laughs> Boy. I mean, yeah. I mean, apparently, we are. I'm forgetting his name too, Scott. But like, yeah, he like cuts his own blood, which is water, and like gives waters water to Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I, I thought just like overall, um, or you know, when the the tell the the psychics shift the external gate to um, Mars, I thought it was just her really power. Is, she knows where everything is located all the time. Like, that's such a random power. Never lose your keys, though. Um, <laughs> that's a very inhumans powers. Inhumans used to have like the weirdest powers like that. Like someone had, if you say someone's name, you can like picture where they are in the world. They had some weird powers. Yeah, it's it's very like um, I, I, I like that. It's very like sixties, like Stanley Kirby. Like there's this useless power that like Fair. you know See, where everything is. Or... See, like like th- th- those kind of powers remind me of like. The weird shit that was happening, like Morrison's run, mm-hmm. where you had, or or even like um, later the uh, well, I mean, just kind of like that whole era with um, the new New Mutants and like Academy X, like Tag, where it's like he can tag you and either people go away from you or run towards you. Like, oh, what wow. a weird kind of power is that? Or um, you know, Long Neck, or the uh, I can't remember what her name was, but she was the one who had the mouth and all of the mouths around her neck. Yeah. Yeah, and or, she was there on the night that you or, or, or even or even um jo- Joshua Guthrie who has the vocal cords of a choir of angels. <laughs> oh, that's silly. Has um, Joshua been resurrected? I can't remember yes. if he's on. Yeah, the, yeah, he's back. Yeah, he's there, in the okay. background. Um, or there's uh, that mutant from like the the eighties, I think eighties or nineties, who like his power was he aged really rapidly, and it's like that's a terrible power. Like, why would you want that? Like. Yeah. Um, forget me not. Oh, um, forget uh, me. Not. Wait, who are we talking about? <laughs> yes! Jinx. So, uh, also, I, I saw I saw a random panel of um, like some of the X Men or somebody coming back from a mission, just like off to the side, and there's like a kind of like in the in the way that the panels are designed, like a circle kind of drawn around of forget me not, and then in the next panel he's not there. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, that artist is like, yep, we're just gonna do this. Really good. Uh, but I was going to say this issue really explains why they kind of tucked it under the rug of like, where are all those Araco mutants? Where the heck is the other half of the yeah. island? Like when we got back from uh, X of Swords, whatever, Ten of Swords, it was like, why, why isn't this a bigger deal? Uh, but now it makes sense of like they wanted to kind of keep it out of our mind until this big drop. But it, a good uh, loose end being tied up with like where all this was happening. Um, I don't- 
sorry, go. Yeah, no, like like one of the things, and it's partly why I dress like Reed Richards, Bill's the Reed Richards joke, but like when you see not in Planet Size X-Men, but when you see Namor um reject Charles and Magneto's offer for the second time, and you see him go over with the group that is it's the Illuminati, uh minus Xavier. And like, you know, it's it's Reed and T'Challa and Captain Merritt. And it's like, how are they going to respond to this? Which is like a huge change of the dynamic, you know, very fundamental where they declare Mars to be the capital of the solar system and all these things. It's like the the three egos alone of like Namor, T'Challa and Reed are not going to put up with that. Well, especially Namor, since she was here, like I own seventy percent of this fucking planet. Like I own thirty percent of this company. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and now, now here's all these new oceans on Mars, or you know, I mean, my God, Tony Stark. Tony Stark is not going to put up with. He probably built that fucking rover that they <laughs> turned into. Uh, yeah, you know, I love how they're like they could deal with any like that rover can deal with any situation except a biblical like tsunami. Blood. Yeah, so um, pretty, sure, you know he took a break from building uh, missiles to build, um, you know, a rover or whatever, and or like, a device that can crack the phoenix in half. Yeah, or in yeah. five. Yeah, shareholder value. That's that's what it's all about. So this is uh, this is essentially going to be Hickman's new book, right? The rumor is that he's writing a new secret book. I'm guessing his whole book will be about the happenings of uh, Araco. What do they call it? Araco World, something like that. Akaro. Is that is that what is that what you said earlier? Because it's it's the same letters as Krakoa. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, like, I think his his whole book is going to be about those mutants and what's happening on that planet. But also, how come the Avengers just show up and, like, there's no word of, like, the fact that, like, Thor is now, like, kind of related to Jean or, like, that Echo is, like, now the Phoenix or whatever? Wow. We don't talk about that. <laughs> Wait, yeah. we don't mention that anymore. I think Jean in Enter the Phoenix only had, like, two lines, which was at the beginning, which you see, like, I feel it coming. And then the Avengers were like, we're keeping all telepaths away from Avengers Volcano or wherever the mountain, wherever the fuck it's called. And then at the end, she congratulates Echo on her day of like rebirth, which is like her birthday. That's all we get. I know. Fuck Mm -hmm. that. Well, my theory is that Jean, the Jean who died in Hoxpox is still alive and the Phoenix saved her and she will come back with the Phoenix. And the Jean we're seeing right now is a clone, much like Vulcan who died in War of Kings, and he's still, like, floating out there in the void. Floating Ooh. out there. Um, yeah, like, like all the Phoenix stuff with the Avengers, it's just, like, um, you know, is, is nobody just going to comment that, like, oh, yeah, like, Moon Knight hosted the the Phoenix, like, Mark Mark Spector and his multiple personalities, like, hosted the Phoenix. Right. But we're just going to, like, ignore this at the gala, and everybody's just, like, Everybody's cool. They're just going to be kicking with it. I, you know, with Planet Size X-Men, though, I was a little disappointed with it because I thought the X-Men were going to migrate to Mars. Or I think there was this other rumor that they were just going to create their own planet as well. And I don't know, like, I, I'm fine with the Araco mutants having their own planet and solving that plot line because, Jason, as you said, that seed was planted. That was a growing concern. We saw that with, like, Scott and like Cyclops reuniting, although like sidebar, like really, like 
Captain America took his motorcycle over to the mansion to have like a two minute conversation with Cyclops about the Iraqo mutants and then was like, peace. I was like, bro, no, not that. That's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> um, but I was hoping for, I mean, I'm cool if the X-Men are going to have a presence on Mars. The only thing that really took me out of this entire situation was like, oh, Hickman is planting seeds now for the MCU because the X-Men have this cool fucking island and now they have Mars. So they can literally now like expand the scope of the MCU once they introduce the mutants. Potentially, yeah. Like they're planting seeds in the books to make it in the, in the movies. We'll see about that. Yeah. Um, can we talk about uh, Monarch's birth of Sorge? <laughs> oh my god i was like somebody, somebody owes me dinner <laughs> so he's wild he basically is like the second sinister when gene was like whoa he took me fucking seriously yeah. and yeah. literally he grows that belly and then like that just but that that like whole shield station starts protruding out of him <laughs> like what the fuck was that so random they have fun with him it was so Jamie's random jamie's crazy I mean, he's, he's literally just crazy. I mean, I think she, Betsy and Brian have had to kill him at least twice. Yeah. Like, yeah. just by themselves. Like, he's crazy pants. He's crazy. She's fucking crazy. Um, who do we think Magneto is going to be murdering? Everyone. <laughs> and by the way, it was hinted at in S.W.O.R.D. when... Fabian Cortez was naked in front of the council. He said something like, I would never murder, blah, blah, blah. So again, that's them sourcing or planting the seeds from earlier storylines. And I mean, listen, I mean, at this point, I'm like, kill Franklin. Like that, that'll get people mad. <laughs> like, wow. and, th and then he gets out of it. It's like, no, but he was really a mutant again. Well, he had that great line that I'm quoting now where he's like, we don't need Franklin. I don't want any more pretenders. Uh, I think whoever's going to get in his way, well, he succeeded in his plan. Like the, that world got created. I was going to say he would kill someone who would try to stop him from doing that. I felt like the way the world was created and everything, by the way, as a sidebar with like Mars was a little too easy. Um, it felt very Hickman the way it was being written, but I guess it was uh, Jerry Dugan, which I was shocked. I literally thought this was a Hickman issue until I looked at like the creds. Um, but we'll see where everything goes. I think Plant Size X Men is gonna like establish like this new like bar for the mutants, and uh, I'm here for it. I mean, it, look, as long as they separate Bay from Doug and they put her on that fucking like planet and let Doug be a, his own person without them. I would be very happy. His own person meaning the voice of Krakoa still, but yeah. Yeah. Well so he, I'm he still polyamorous relationship with a tree and a robot. So yes. I'm more interested <laughs> in that relationship than Bay. I feel like Bay came out of the blue. So I don't know. That's just like my because she on that. did. Like literally she just did. She appeared for an issue and it's like, by the way, Doug, you're going to get married to her for points. And he's like, okay. okay. I love her eyes. She looks great. But uh, Demenda Scott, who do you think is going to get murdered at the Hellfire Gala? Or I guess it's like the after party or... I, I, I mean, I, at, at, at this point, I think it's going to be Franklin. 
Oh, because, that's right. You said that. I'm sorry. Yeah, because because sorry. It, she's had like half a bottle. It's fine. It, 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 half girl. That's that's way more empty than half. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know how you are with math, but <laughs> no, like I was in fundamental math, even at community college. No, I mean it, it. It would make sense with this whole like he's now a human and you know Magneto, but but at the same time like. I also feel like Magneto is going to be on trial for something that he didn't do, that he didn't do, and that he's going to take the blame for whatever happens. Just because I, I, I honestly don't see him actually killing anyone. But I mean, now granted, he's not above killing people, but I feel like he wouldn't, like he, 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 he wouldn't want to be in charge of a regime that kills people, especially mm-hmm. based on their genetics. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, I I don't think it would be somebody like Franklin simply because you'd have Reed Richards like ultimate ultimate nullifying Krakoa um and like not a particularly rational response. I think if he does actually I I also agree, I don't think he's actually gonna kill someone. I think if he does, it'll be um, you know, somebody from like, you know, a hostile nation, like one of the ambassadors or somebody from like Orcus or those like weird children that run Madripoor. Um, I'm still confused by those children that Jason Aaron created. Yeah, I, I, I don't entirely know what's going on with that, but um, I don't think it will be somebody like major, but it will be somebody that has some like like impact you can't have him kill one of like the core avengers or remember the fantastic four or something because that that spans across like the marvel universe um i think it's got to be a little more contained Mm -hmm. so yeah we'll see where it goes yeah i i i'm gonna kind of disagree with you scott i think it will be an avenger hopefully not captain america but I think if we're going to get a trial of Magneto and it's going to be a thing, I think there has to be some weight to it. And I think it has to be a little bit more than just like rando or like a mishap. I mean, I don't know. I've been wrong about this in the past where I'm like, oh no, like a court of law in the Marvel universe will be like, no, he was mind possessed or something. He didn't really mean to kill someone, but you know, Whatever, but I think maybe we'll see someone big die, and hopefully it's not Captain America or Iron Man. But um, I'm excited to see where that's going to go. I was hoping it was going to be a trial for the Pretender, but Ooh. I think we are getting a bigger story with Wanda on the horizon, so we can wait and see on that. Um, guys, anything else we want to say about the Hellfire Gala? Um, just. One more thing on Magneto, based on just if 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 your theory is correct, where it is going to be somewhere with some impact, just based on the way that Marvel has been writing him for the past about two years, uh, Magneto will kill Matt Murdock simply uh, because Matt Murdock must suffer, wow. and um, that's the general Marvel editorial stance. Scott, I have you done a Matt Murdock cosplay before? Um, I have about 95% of it um but yeah i've i've never done like pictures or anything of it um okay. 
you know, it, it checks a lot of my boxes. Uh, drunk, Hell's Kitchen. Spandex. Uh, <laughs> crippling guilt about things he can't control. It, it, it's good. Yeah. Might, might hit a little too close to home for me. I don't know. <laughs> a lawyer. Yeah. Demando oh, Martini with that cold read right there. Yeah. I mean, listen. Look, I mean, I've I've won many reading challenges. I'm just saying. Yes. All right, folks. Um, that is our episode of the Hellfire Gala. I'm going to start with you, Nerd Alert. Uh, tell us where can the folks at home connect with you, and what exciting projects do you have coming up? Ooh, so I am Nerd Alert Cosplay on Instagram. That's my main place I post. If you want to see uh, my crazy personal life in WeHo right now, you can also follow Not Just a Nerd. Um, right now I am in full-on con crunch for Dragon Con. I'm planning 10 different looks. Um, and 10? Well, it's Dragon Con, babe. You got to have a nighttime look and a daytime look. Uh, the most exciting thing I'm doing right now is a cyberpunk 2077 look and um, a Tron legacy look. Oh my god, that Daft Punk score though. It'll be playing in my head the entire night. I love that. Yeah. Demanda Martini, what's so going you, on with you? You can follow me on all social media platforms at Demanda Martini, D M A N D A M A R T I N I. Uh, I am gearing up for BlurredCon, which is uh, July 16th through uh, 18th. Um, I am, so I'm finishing up Boomer uh, that I have uh, already posted about. And uh, uh, like I mentioned earlier, a full giant squid head for Madam Hydra. I'm very excited for that because I like to punish myself and wear stupid giant headpieces. Um, but if you are in the DC area, um, actually, um, I, I don't know when this episode is going to air, but on Saturday, uh, 6.19, I'm going to be in Reston, Virginia at Pride. And then on Saturday, the 26th of June, I'm going to be performing at the Baltimore Eagle. And then Ooh. on Monday, June 28th, I'm going to be performing at Tallboy. Uh, for their uh, drag happy hour. So uh, please come follow me. Uh, Pride Month has been extremely busy um, and uh, it's been a crazy time. And Mr. Scott Free. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Scott Free. Um, you can, you know, Find me usually also uh, passed out in a gay bar. Um, but um, beyond that, uh, you know, prepping some things for possibly late summer cons, uh, possibly uh, awesome con in DC, um, uh, New York Comic Con in the fall. Um, should have one or two new things then. So, yes. Furiously Googling, trying to find uh, Mr. Scott Free's alt on Twitter, but can't seem to find it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just the same thing, except uh, I swear a lot more. That's, that's basically it. <laughs> I want a secondary account called Mr. Scott Restrained. <laughs> oh! No. For, the, for the kink bands. Let's see. Again, I, I, I think I met him at MAL. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys.
guys, I am the Uncanny Dayspring, and we are signing off.